and welcome once again to another episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald, and you can find me on Twitter at Bob McDonald. And joining me is my co-host Jimmy Lemke. Hello, everybody. I'm alive. I had a very, uh, a very interesting Saturday night at the Brewers game. I had uh, a lot of conversations, arguments, and I had an argument with a flat earther. That was fun. Nice. All right. <laughs> And uh, surprisingly, not surprisingly, that guy was wearing an IUPUI hat. Oh, Jesus. Really? Really? Okay. Yep, Um, and a a t-shirt with the NASA logo, but instead of NASA, it said hoax. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. All right. Um, And Jimmy, of course, you can find on Twitter at PantherU. At PantherU. At PantherU. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter at HorizonRT. And Jimmy, of course... um, we are we are at the point we are at our annual fall fan forum and we got a whole crap load of stuff to talk about so um with so this is going to be the first of the two part two part episode as we did last year so with and we got a bunch of new faces this year so and some old fo- uh, some old holdovers you guys know very well so a um, couple of surprising faces too so uh, without any further ado I'm gonna just uh, get everybody's intros out of the way. Um, we're going to do this in alphabetical order, starting by school and, um, yeah, uh, Cleveland state, uh, representing Cleveland state, Phil. Hello everyone. Hello. Hello, Phil. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You can leave the stuff about Uh, John Durda out. Oh, I can leave it out. Okay. (laughs) Uh, first year Cleveland state season ticket holder. What a disaster that's going to be. <laughs> thank you, th- thank you, Phil. That's gonna, that's very encouraging. Um, now, representing uh, rep- uh, Rick, we representing Detroit Mercy. Please introduce yourself, sir. Um, hi, guys. I'm Rick Neaton, graduate of the University of Detroit, now called the uh, University of Detroit Mercy. Um, I <clears throat> write. Uh, investment analysis reports and uh, in my spare time use my uh, frequent flyer miles to travel to watch uh, the Titans play on the road Uh, and you're as apt to find me in one of your own arenas as in Callahan Hall so I'm looking forward to this. Um, All right and uh, coming up next is uh, Green Bay and we all know Jim. Jim? Hey, Bob. It's uh, Jim Cyril. Thanks for having me again. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Jim Cyril. And uh, as for today, I'm not sure how it's going to go, so I've got a coffee in front of me and a beer, so I can go either way. Wow. There you go. Great. Um, it goes both ways. It, it, it's, five, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. <laughs> um, Milwaukee, another another familiar face to, all, to y'all. Uh, Chad. Chad. Hi, I'm... I'm Chad Canodal, a 2015 graduate of uh, Milwaukee, former student section leader, and current apathetic Amanda Braun hating fan. <laughs> uh, um, we got an, we got another new face uh, on uh, representing Northern Kentucky, Christopher. Please introduce yourself, sir. Hey, it's Chris Boggs. I'm calling from Cologne, Germany, so I've got lots of beers in front of me. Um, graduated way back in the day. I was a student coach when our women's basketball team won the NCAA 
Division Two National Championship, and I'm just uh, you know a six foot two, three hundred pound, dreamy blue eyed guy. So you you're go. a little guy. Yeah, very tiny. <laughs> There you go. Very tiny. Oh. The leader hosen are going to fit well, though, next week. <laughs> um, and uh, we, we've got another Chris. This one is representing Oakland. Chris, please introduce yourself. Hello, everybody. Um, I'm the vice president of the student section here at Oakland. I also play in the pep band, the alto saxophone, and all the basketball games. And I'm ready for a good season. Grizz gang, the Grizz gang is in the house. Nice. All right. Um, and of course, last last but not least, I'm sure I'm not missing anybody else. Um, Ricky, of course, Wright State. Happy to be back again, Ricky Redinger. The, the who the, the the target of of many a uh, many an Enki fans ire, and that's partially our fault because he's the only one we ever have representing Wright State. So that's kind of our fault. <laughs> I don't so, mind it. I don't mind it. Yeah. So, um, so I, as as I always do, I thank all of you for uh, taking part in this fall fan forum. But I want to start this out to express my undying and just visible disappointment in the fact that uh-huh. what, for another uh, once again we were unable to find a fan for IUPUI and UIC. Ooey pooey. And Youngstown State, you know. Um, you know, it's funny because nobody at in the UIC, IUPUI, or well, Youngstown State athletic departments can find fans for their teams either. Well, I'm specifically put out by the Youngstown State thing. Um, and this is why, because, you know, right now we, we got a lot of, we're putting, a, putting out a lot of content on horizonroundtable.com and we've got it we've got a youngstown state writer mark weems guy yeah bu- he's guy, fantastic he's busting his ass putting together a lot of, you know putting putting together articles for ysu does and, does one double a football play on sundays does not and no. if they do does anybody see it um, I'm guessing, unless it's the Ivy League, I'm guessing no. Actually, that's it. Doesn't the, the Ivy League does in fact play on Sundays? At least they used to until way. But YSU does Aren't not. Are we in the Ivy League? We are not. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we are not. My English degree there went, has me there selling there cars. My degree. The <laughs> no. There went my degree. So um, yeah, so so that that's my source of disappointment, you know, with, with YSU, UIC. I mean, we got the one guy. We got Olier Anderson. He's at Flames Mania. He's you know he we had him on the you know the, but uh, unfortunately Sundays don't work for him. Which and then you know everybody else, guys, come on. I mean, I know a couple of you follow us. You know, you're killing us here. We can't we can't go to the Olier Anderson well anymore, <laughs> especially when we for the time we. Uh, we we record this, but but my specific, but th- then we get to so There's got to be a UIC is also a heathen in the eyes of the Lord. Uh, yes, is, is UIC, UIC, a, UIC? A, a private Christian school? No, UIC is a very large public school. Yes, no, it is. Well, we're going to say their mascot have a Twitter today just to give them a break. They, their just, their just... mascot is a cousin of Barney the dinosaur. Oh my! Uh, you <laughs> I think she has a Twitter. Where she got the mascot on. The yeah. mascot. We should have had. Maybe we should have. I mean, he wouldn't have said anything. But I mean, why? Well, you know what? Let's just I mean, pretend that Sparky the Dragon I mean, is on possibly. this podcast, but he doesn't speak. 
So Sparky, introduce <laughs> yourself. Quick thing about mascots. Do you guys think the, guys think think the, the person is on the show too? <laughs> no, the two penguins are off trying to make little penguins now. Uh, <laughs> while, while Morgan Quick thing Freeman about mascots. Is, while Morgan Freeman is uh, narrating uh, their mating ritual. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, Sunday, penguins Sunday are very good parents. Yeah, so. or where they send they, the kid penguins off to CCD, so. so they can try and make more kid penguins. Yeah, so you know what? Hey, you know what, guys? Hey, you know, again, you're we we mentioned it right at the very beginning. If you don't participate, you are subject to open ridicule. Which brings me to my final uh, my final non-participating school, which is IUPUI. Um, again, Ooh, we, we we cannot we cannot continue to go to the Chris Shooty well. He's not available all the time. We had one other guy who was not available, Carter Mettler. You know, you know, he, he gets a pass. He's the only other IUPUI guy who. I think uh, I think Sundays are the days they shower. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, hey, uh, I think uh, I think Coach Gardner is available. Oh, I don't. Is he, oh, is he really yeah. a fan though anymore? I mean, honestly, I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah, we don't. Do yeah, we don't know the circumstances anymore? Yeah. So, but <coughs> this is this is the part. This is the, but but that's the joke. This is actually the punchline for IUPUI, and we tweeted this out, and we cannot make this up. Not even close. IUPUI uh, a couple weeks ago on September fourth actually wrote an uh, wrote an article and posted it to their to the I, the IUPUI website seven tips for being an IUPUI superfan this is an actual article ladies and gentlemen um yeah uh apparently um, too much uh yeah apparently so okay um yes and you know i i you know my first reaction was: "Is step one don't exist in the first place?" My, I, hey, I, we, I, we tweeted out at an eighth tip: "Have a fan represent," and apparently that kind of fell on deaf ears. I'm, I mean, so, so, yeah, so, I, you know, I don't know, I don't know, Jimmy. It's, is it because we light farts on fire in our podcast or something? I mean. You know, I mean, we appreciate everybody who comes on. It's just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little put out by this. And I, and, you know, maybe... lighting farts on fi- lighting farts on fire is a pretty descript- good description of just being a Horizon League fan. This is true. It's just it smells like burnt shit all <laughs> over the place. So I mean, but. But you know, I feel. By the way, feel free, everybody, to weigh in on this as well because you know, you, you guys, you guys took the time out. I mean. Christopher, you you're in freaking Germany, and you took the time out to come into this uh, at the last minute, I might add, because unfortunately the Valhalla Vanguard was not able to make it. Oh no! I know yeah, you. Re- I know you, you're super disappointed about that, Phil. I know you are. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the, to my to my uh, to my defense, being on the phone while I'm in Germany is because it's. Uh, it's six o'clock over, here and I've been and drinking Oktoberfest since about eleven o'clock this morning. So, oh, you know, even what, what else are you gonna do in the afternoon? Oh, even better. What? Oh, Chris, why'd you get such a late start? <laughs> you know, it it it, it was tr- the train, the train. I'm gonna blame it on the train from from uh, Berlin to Dusseldorf. There you go. Wow. There you go. I I, did, I was not go. aware that Oktoberfest was going on in, in in your neck of the woods, Christopher. So, uh, so that's wow. You've yeah, we got you. a bunch of. Uh, 
We've got a bunch of former uh, Panthers soccer players that are over there right now. There you go. Yeah, leader. I keep seeing it on their. I keep seeing it on their Instagram. They're all getting super hammered. I wish I was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's good time. There you go. Time. So yeah, you yeah, know, Bob, see, you're taking all this out of the. See, you're taking time out from that in Oktoberfest to, to join us and participate, and you know, uh, you know, and others could not apparently. I mean, I I don't un, you know, I don't know, man. <laughs> I would have gotten drunk first. Yeah, well, that's kind of kind of the thing going on over here right now. I mean, I I guess I can't say I'm surprised, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Life would be better. So, ooey pooey. Yes, but it, <laughs> that's just gonna. I didn't want to make the fault the fan forum like the first half of it just an IUPUI. Um, so when you call on. the fan forum, is this what we used to call the battle royale? No, we've we have the battle royale in the spring. This is the fall fan forum, which is completely different. Uh, well, not really. I mean, it, uh, I mean, it's different because it's the, the name. Okay, I'm out of here. I thought this was the battle royale. No, oh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sorry about oh, don't that. Worry. We'll just, you know, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess I, I, we want, I want to say, you know, I, I almost feel bad for piling on the IUPUI, but they just no. can't help themselves <laughs> to just be hey, in our enjoy way. Hey, it while it lasts. You got to pile on IPFW soon. <laughs> uh, you know what? We'll still be piling on IUPUI even then. Hey guys, I think that may used to make fun of the idea of IUPUI and Fort Wayne in the conference. I mean, yeah, sure. Pe- Pepperidge Farm remembers. Yeah, they do. We called it Alphabet Soup, and we just talked shit about them all the time. Uh, because we could always be, you know, we could always be better than them. Yeah. Now we're I think eighty percent of the people I talked to came and tell me what IUPUI stands for, even in the like Horizon League fans. So that could be a problem. Indiana University, Purdue, some shit. University of Indianapolis or something. Nah, there you go. There you go. Uh, I, I, I only remember that, yeah, I, you know, the, yeah, so, and everybody got to keep calling uh, Fort Wayne, Purdue Fort, uh, P, uh, Purdue Fort Wayne, uh, IP well, Fort Wayne, because everybody Indiana. thinks that, yeah, because everybody thinks that uh, IP, you know, Indiana still has something to do with Fort Wayne. I don't know. I mean. I, I refer to IUPUI as the Horizon League Conference Tournament hosts. Is how I refer to them. Yes, because they're go. sure as hell not going to participate. Not with what they got going on right now. You know, I'll say this. I'll say this for the you know, Northern Kentucky's got a got a legit beef, but yeah. I will also say that Northern Kentucky gets these these things at their arena for home games um, that IUPUI doesn't. What's Fans? the word? Fans, fans, that's yes. the word I'm thinking of. <laughs> so is IUPUI paying really fans have, too, apparently. <laughs> does IUPUI really have a competitive advantage? No. I mean, it sure as shit ain't like Detroit Mercy took advantage of it. <laughs> but I'm but yeah, I mean Brutal. Yeah. Well, I mean, did Oakland either? Well, no, but Oakland at least can say they weren't the closest team to the arena. Yeah, there were three, yeah. Um, that's true. Um, yeah, so, but it, it, it seems like we've been having this conversation about IUPUI for at least a couple seasons now. The fact that IUPUI 
has you know they there it just seems to me that their high water mark is going to be that 16 and 17 season from last year that's that, that seems like their high water mark this is this is not exactly the the hallmark of a team that for reasons that escape all of us you know it's it, it has to be it, it it again kind of reinforces the idea that no. PUI is there because they're their, there. their high water mark their high water mark was 14 years ago with Ron Hunter as the head coach not in the That's horizon the league it wasn't Ron well, yeah, Hunter, but they've only been in the Horizon League for two years. So. Yeah, Ron Hunter was a long time ago. Ron Hunter was for the first season of twenty four. That's how long ago that shit was. I mean, Ron, that's that's too that's too high that's two colleges ago for Ron Hunter. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's, where is Ron Hunter at now? He is now at Tulane. <laughs> He's in my basement. Yeah. He's in my basement. <laughs> He's tied up. <laughs> He's just tied up playing cards. He's not tied up like he's my <laughs> prisoner. Um, out of curiosity, when when Ron Hunter wins a hand, a big hand, does he like do the thing that he did during the NCAA tournament and fall and flail like a dead fish? Uh, they made a bobblehead for that. I'm sure they did. It's the coolest I, bobblehead. My, you have to you have to memorialize to something like that, by the way. But yeah, this is my. <laughs> yeah. My boss was... played for Ron at UWM when Ron was an assistant at UWM, and he wanted that. He wanted that bobblehead. We tried to get it. We couldn't find one. Yeah. So I think I... he did end up getting one because I think he actually ended up calling Ron and getting one himself. Hey, uh, Cleveland State! Congratulations on getting a really good freaking assistant. By the way, uh, you guys should be pretty freaking happy about that. Um, oh, no, that is that is the dirty that is the dirtiest shit. You can't tell me, nah, that. dude. High school basketball, he, he, a high school bas- a high school basketball coach that also runs the best AAU program in Stable Ohio, and he miraculously video wait. coordinator, video coordinator spot. Come on, come you, on. You just wait. Hey, you, you know what? Wait. I'm sorry. Uh, Cleveland State just had a mass exodus. I'll take what I can get. <laughs> hey, I'm just I'm just saying. When I saw that, <laughs> I said, that is. That is some dirty stuff that's happening there. They're about to get I'm all tell- the kids that going up there. I'm telling you, just wait. You got, you got, you got a winner right there. Yeah, Stephen Wright, he was the, yeah, name video coordinator, which is like, um, yeah, that was kind of a, conf- yeah, I don't know, but yeah, so. But I, I, you do I, what you can. I, I, I come on, man. We we're gonna have. A, I mean, we're we Cleveland State's gonna have kind of a really you know, un, the, for the fourth season in a row a throwaway season. So I mean, I'm gonna take what we can get. <laughs> um, in the Horizon League, every season's a throwaway season. Yes. If you're not, if you're not, it's like Ricky Bobby, man. If you're not, it first, didn't use to If be. you're not first, you're last. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much it, man. If you know it, the modern. Yeah. The, the modern Horizon League is now. If you don't win the con- you don't win the conference, you don't win the conference tournament. You're basically stuck in the CIT. I mean, or the CBI, or whatever third tier lame shit they come up with. You know, in the in the future. Yeah. So yeah, if you're not first, you're last. So so with that said, I mean, so as of right now, um, kind of want to circle back. Obviously. We're at a point right now where we're getting all these season previews from all the publications. I mean, theoretic, they're they're correct-ish. <laughs> Lindy's notwithstanding. <laughs> um, but 
from what it, and we and obviously uh, this is. A, this I'm, I'm is a, not. I'm not familiar. Did Did Lindy's pick Valpoto <laughs> in the conference or something? <laughs> Phil, you want to cover this one because we already talked about this online. <laughs> so what happened was when uh, Lindy's Lindy's had their had their um, their preview, which incidentally is going to pale in comparison to what we have in our previews because we're going to be doing because we've got <laughs> we've got. Week of October 6th, HorizonRoundtable.com. We're doing our previews that week. Um, but, you know, they did their little two or three uh, paragraph blurb about all the schools. They did actually accurately, correctly say that Tyree Appleby was mag- was leaving Cleveland State. Um, but under the list of the, list of the, the preseason accolades, even though he, he is now at Florida – Tyree Appleby, according to Lindy's, is magically going to get the win second. Uh, going to be on the se- it was named to the second team All Horizon League, <laughs> and I believe he and was best also playmaker and best playmaker. Yes, so um, I was wondering. I mean, and I'm, I'll be honest with you. I mean, given all the crazy crap that's happened between Cleveland State and IUPUI, and you somebody was going to kind of muck that up because there's, it's just too much. I mean, it's just absolutely too much to kind of get a hold on and most of these most of these publications honestly most of their due dates are like at the end of july beginning of august i mean jesus christ they're already you know pumping out uh they're already publishing and we're we're in the middle of september and you know most of the uh most of the publications are out in uh already out i mean um and they don't know what the hell they're talking about which is why, you, yeah, I believe the when la, last episode, I believe, I believe you know, Matt Dudek said it best. If you need to, you know, guys who are writing these things, if you need to talk to, you know, listen to us. We're the ones actually paying attention to this stuff. So I'm go with that. And I mean us as in, you know, the collective fandom. I'm sure that, uh, you know, I'm also, by the way, I love the, I incidentally love the fact that um, the one preview that, uh, the one preview that did come out that was written by somebody who has who allegedly has some knowledge of the of, of the Horizon League was was Street and Smith, and it was written by Elton Alexander. And God love him because he wrote he wrote that preview just like he wrote every single Cleveland State story. Pissed off, he had to write it. <laughs> like he was pissed <laughs> off, he had to write it. Um, I'm trying. I I think he had he had IUPUI. I think he had IUPUI uh, place sixth oh, yeah. in the conference, yeah. and this was this was now mind you again again, but this was this was probably written before. This was probably written before um, Jason Gardner got fired, but it was also written after Cameron Justice transferred. DJ McCall graduated, um, <laughs> so I mean. Honestly, we you know what do you guys think of these things? I mean, is it just is it for me at this point in time? It's just it, DC. These articles seem to be just like kind of a source of things for us to bitch bait. about now. It's, I think it's far a bait. You know, you, you got to you know you got to chum the waters and keep people interested. And you know, as they're just uh, you know putting stuff out there to accurate or inaccurate to you know keep keep people's uh you know nose in the books as we get closer to the actual season and then they got to eat a lot of crow but that's our job that's why we put a podcast agreed <laughs> agreed I mean, come on i mean you know it's yeah i mean 
I mean, it, I, I don't begrudge them to do that. I mean, it, it, they sell a bunch of them. And they, I mean, and, and I'm sure most of these places couldn't give a rat's ass about what we think. I mean, most of their, yeah. most of the people reading, or most of the people buying these things are like, you know, people from Power Five conferences who, yeah. you know, yeah. who and who want to see where their players are slotted in their top performers and whatever. So I mean, you know, I, I don't begrudge them that they couldn't give a rat's ass, but I mean. You know, cut us a little slack, a little bit at least. Sometimes I don't know, and but the, so they have they have they really not hired a coach yet? Who's that? Um, no, they got the interim. They've got Byron Rim. Byron so, Rim? Yes, he yes the ex uh, the ex he was the uh, he's the assistant coach. He's Perry not the interim. Yeah, he's from Perry View A and M. Um, he yeah. So wasn't Perry View and I'm like oh and thirty like yesterday or something. Yeah, and he was the one who was the coach of that they team. Had a by really the way, really good year last year actually. Yeah. So yeah, he was as, he was he was the good coach as you can have in the swag. Yeah, one in yeah. Well, I mean, as good as you can have in the swag when uh, you know Mike Davis isn't coaching Texas Southern. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I mean, actually Texas Southern is doing pretty damn good without Mike Davis too. So. Yeah. So Mike Davis's legacy. There you go. So, so, hey, that that's that's future hope for Detroit Mercy. There, the legacy, the ongoing, never-ending legacy of of Mike Davis. And again, I've said it multiple times. You you underestimate Mike Davis at your peril. I mean, so so that's that's pretty useful. I mean, so we're now getting to a point where, and we'll talk about we'll probably talk about this in the coming weeks. But I mean. A lot of these places, the one constant from basically all of these all of these publications is that the top team that they're picking to win the Horizon League is Wright State. Ricky, congrats! So, so your your preseason and your preseason top player, your and Loudon Love and a lot Loudon Love is in the conversation for for Player of the Year. Although I'm sure Antoine Davis will have something to say about it emphatically. Um, so I guess my question to all of you is, is, you know, is Wright State the team to beat this year? Is there, or can you make an argument for somebody else to step in and say, hey, we're the guy, forget all these predictions, get us in there? I mean, from my perspective, being the, you know, the fan of the favorite, I, I still think it's, you know, it's Northern Kentucky, you know, the team to be right now, they're the defending champs, right? I see right now it's it's an arms race between Northern Kentucky and Wright State. I just I don't see any of the other teams really stepping in right now. Hmm. I'd have to agree with that also with um, Northern Kentucky and Wright State. I would have said Oakland coming off the season last year, but then we got plagued by transfers again this summer, um, which hurt us. But I feel like it's going to be Northern Kentucky and Wright State again. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 you know. Oh, you, you can never count out Campy. And that's, you know, he's, he's my, he's my favorite coach in the, uh, horizon. Uh, even, even with our new coach at Northern. Um, I, I think, I think we might surprise some people, uh, on the other side because they've seen, you know, our, our core team with, you know, you know, a player like Drew McDonald. Um, but you know, we're going to, you know, we got Jalen Tate that's going to step up. You know, everybody looks at the little, at our pit bull, you know, uh, first teamer. Uh, and he can shoot the lights out, but I, I really think Jalen Tate's the heart and soul of the team and controls the flow. But I think we're gonna, uh, I think we're gonna struggle a little bit this year against um, against some teams. Uh, but I also think that uh, seeing what I've seen so far from Horn, uh, 
he's sort of it, it, he's sort of to me he's branding on 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 methamphetamines he's <laughs> he 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 you know Brandon used to always say 90 90 feet 90 feet and and and, and when I met Horn for the first time his pupils were so non-dilated they were so closed uh you you, you he's just a focused hard pushing individual and a couple of players and he's just you. he's just yelling 180 feet he, all over the place not non-stop <laughs> I mean he, he he's I think he's trying to murder some players uh, in practice just through conditioning so wait are you know, you I think that sounds like you're talking about the Detroit Mercy coach what? well you know um, well, actually, you know, if you believe the if you believe the stories, it sounds like Dennis Felton too. Detroit Mercy yeah. Coach of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll we'll see. I think we got a learning. I got. Th- I think we had a big learning year uh, this year with this uh, with these players that we have that have come in. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I, I think Wright State's the team to beat. That's who I, I think is the team to beat, and, and I, I don't mind being in that position with Northern. Well, let me ask yeah, you this: Where I'm I, sitting, Bob, yeah, if I could, uh, yeah, Wright talking, State, yeah. number one with a bullet no doubt about it should be number one in all these projections and i'm glad chris is realistic about nku because all the nku social media is just totally out to lunch uh that's how it's supposed to be yeah like no inside game new coach a retread coach uh, the history of retreads is really weak i'm come on they're not the best team in the league anymore yeah it's gonna be a tough year it's gonna be a tough year um but so that's how you're supposed to be on social media. You know, when, when, when I'm showing my picture, you know, I, I make sure I show my good side when I'm, you know, putting it out there for the ladies. I don't show all my bad sides. So, also, you know, I you got I don't, I don't think you didn't, I don't think you can necessarily discount Northern Kentucky in the long run because of retreads. Nah. Obviously, Gary Waters was a retread and he did pretty well at Cleveland State. True. Very true indeed. But then we, yeah. follow, but then we follow that up with Dennis Felton. And of course, he absolutely was not. <laughs> I, yeah. I think Horn's. A, I think Horn's a different. Uh, yeah. I, I think he's a different animal. You know, meeting him and having a chance to, you know, just, you know, I think he's a different animal. Like I said, he's a very stoic uh, coach. I think you'll see that on the side, kind of like Brandon was. It's 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 a, it's an odd it's an odd situation. He's not dissimilar from Brandon as far as that. All he has to do is stare at you. He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't get. Uh, you know crazy um but 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 i think we have a big learning curve this year and i as far as the inside presence uh, i don't know that that's uh you know uh i mean look how we beat loud and love you know uh it, you know I, I i have fears for loud and love this year and sorry about that but i think people have figured him out um really? i think you you oh yeah i think if you look at a couple of offenses that were run uh, they're making him come out of the paint they're making him run up and down the floor, and as as well as he did in conditioning his first couple of years, I think his conditioning has has definitely tapered off in the last at, at least last year. And I know he had some injuries, but I, I think people have started to figure him out when you don't have a big man to play play against him. So we'll see, we'll see. Well, I think he's a phenomenal player. To your point there, I, uh, I mean, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I, I think to to his point, yeah. I mean, if you have a big man that can match up with him. I think you can figure him out, but if you don't have the size to match up with him, yeah, he's going to be a problem for you. And that's a, that, well, and that's a problem that that pl- has plagued the Horizon League for you know a lot of the Horizon League teams. Regardless, I mean, last you bring you bring up last year where you know you saw a couple of teams that figured out figured out Loud and Love. One of them was Northern Kentucky, and unfortunately, the two guys who were on Northern uh, were on, who figured him out were Chris Vaught, and, Chris Vaught, and, and, uh, and Drew McDonald, who are gone. Yeah. Uh, the other one, um, well, to that point, then I mean, even with the transfers, you know, even with the transfers on the Oakland side, Oakland still has Brad Brechting. 
Yeah, Oakland's going to have a different look this year. We're definitely going to be a big team down with Brad Brechting, David Homemade. Then we have that new guy, Oladapo, who just transferred in. Um, that's three big men we're going to have down low. And then you have Papa uh, Tunde Tsuwami, if he's going to get some minutes, he could be a factor down low too. So that's four big men that Oakland's going to have. Definitely a different look than the outside shooting perimeter, perimeter team that we normally have. Um, and by the way, I'm glad you said Babatunde Sawumni was going to be a part of this, uh, was going to play a bigger role this year. I was a little disappointed because I, I, my, that's one of like my favorite names now in the Horizon League, Babatunde Sawumni. So I am look, I personally am looking forward to seeing more of him, uh, more of him so this season. So, so he's then. definitely a fan favorite, and uh, definitely he was supposed to redshirt last year. I believe Campy brought him in in the Michigan State game, which kind of confused us all. Mm-hmm. Didn't really get much playing time uh, the rest of the season. I know he just missed the Greece trip that Oakland went to due to some visa issues. Yeah, but I'm really hoping that he's gonna get some more playing time and be a bigger factor this year. Nice, and I think and you, you know, know, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say if you look at last year as an example, like everything we're talking about, Oakland had inside players, NKU had inside players, Wright State had inside players, but they also had really good guard play. Yeah, and when you think about what's left in the league. Who has inside players and still has guard play? Like, there's no known guard play for Oakland, no known inside players for NKU. So, yeah. I mean, to me, Wright State looks like a really more favorite. Complete, and yeah. all, the, all these other teams are going to need somebody that we're not thinking of to really step sure. up. Uh, they want to compete with the right state. I know we don't have a representative here, but where do we factor UIC in? Because you still have Marcus Adi and Targus Ferguson in their backcourt, who I still think is one of the best ones in the conference. Plus, you have Jordan Blunt, in the, uh, Jordan Blunt up front. Um, where do they factor in? He's out, isn't he? Wasn't Jordan Blount injured? He I, tore his ACL. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, so they're screwed. Never mind. Well, well and they have Steve McLean, so they're screwed either way. Not really. Um, and they are the only team that beat Wright State twice last year. Again, <laughs> so that that's an interesting game to watch because it's like watching a wrestling match. Because that, it gets so physical. That's true because and, yeah, because I know last year Jordan Blunt and uh, and Loudon Love got into it in that game. Yeah. And that, was, that was hilarious, by the way. I saw. I. I think. I, I think. I re. I think. I saw that video multiple times. But yeah. Um, and again, I don't. Uh, you know. You, and again, you, you. Back to the guard play of uh, of UIC. You've got a guy like Targus Ferguson, who in a lot of conversation is still a first team All Horizon guy. So I mean, I guess. But again, if if you have an injury issue with Jordan Blunt. And, you know, Steve McLean hasn't really found a way to kind of get over the top, even though he has successfully got them out of the basement where they they were for many, many years. Um, it, they're, they're just it, UIC has always been kind of a mystery to me. Um, and uh, by the way, maybe that's why a UIC fans never come, uh, didn't want to come on the show, because we don't really talk about them very much. I, you know, they, they're an interesting story. We just never talk about them because, you know, I thought, every... I thought they were the team to beat at the beginning of the year and the beginning of the season last year. I thought they might be the team to beat. Yeah. So that was the, uh, that was the thing I thought too, but I mean, yeah, if I, they're thought, having... I thought so too. Yeah. But yeah, for whatever reason that it just didn't happen. So can I tell a quick, uh, UIC story? If you don't Please mind? do. Absolutely. Please do. So Horizon League tournament last year, late in the game up in Green Bay, real tight game, back and forth. Uh, UIC calls a timeout, like down one, and Steve McLean's in the huddle, big bug eyes. You've seen this before. 
<laughs> he literally doesn't say a fucking word. What? He doesn't do anything with the clipboard. <laughs> and the assistant coach finally grabs a clipboard, draws up a play, and then they run a play and it doesn't work. And I'm like, he's trying to pull the coach through osmosis. Yes, it was kind of the you know, Darren Horn can look at you and John Brand can look at you. Well, Steve McLean apparently can't look at you and get you to do something because they literally ran nothing coming out of a timeout, the most important play of the season. And lost the game, and maybe was, I was. Was he doing it telepathically? I mean, I don't know. I mean, that, that could have confused but somebody. I'll tell you what: the floor in front of the UIZ bench was sparkling clean because his tie cleaned up all of the dust <laughs> along the floor as he walked by. Well, as yeah, well as Matt Dudek keeps saying, he he does closely resemble a uh, a movie villain. And since uh, since Dennis Felton is out now, we we used to have two movie villains. Now we only have one. So um, somebody's gonna have to. St- so some other coach is gonna have to step their game up there. <laughs> well, we're gonna have zero because it's pretty clear that McLean's done. I mean, his contract only goes through twenty twenty one, and they're not extending that. I mean. At the end of the season, one year left. What's the history of guys with one year left on their deal? Are they magically going to get a four-year extension? Oh, no. crazy-ass athletic directors kill them off. Like, yeah. And their entire program. That's that's my experience with coaches with one year left on their contract. Oh, yeah. Yep. Or, or make them retire. Or making them retire. Yeah, well, no, I'm sorry. That's two years left on their contract. Fucking whack-job athletic directors. Well, and look at, look at Jason Gardner. <laughs> Obviously, he had a major off-court issue who had one year left of his contract too yeah that's true yeah he was done at the end of the year like these guys aren't going to get extensions they're done so enjoy mclean while you've got it in my humble i can't i can't believe that he got fired like the owi had to just be an excuse yeah well see here's the the other thing with uic and this part is important i'm glad you brought up the one year left of his contract thing too he probably is gone at the end of the year because the because his he he's going to be under a new athletic director soon because Garrett Classy left. So they're bringing in a new athletic director, and you know he's going to want his own guy. You know they're going to want his own guy. Wait, their own so guy. they had Jim Schmidt for like 25 years, yeah. and then the guy who replaced him gets replaced. Yeah. Like almost to me. Yeah, it's funny. For, for Garrett Classy. Well, Garrett Classy's been around, was around forever. And then he went to, he just, he just went to, he just went to Nebraska. They have an interim right now. I don't know who they, who they are, but they've got a, they've it's got Sparky the dragon. Sparky the dragon. <laughs> Sparky makes another ta- appearance on our, on our podcast. In our podcast. Yeah. See, there you go. I wouldn't talk about it either. Cause that, that's, that, that seems like a very hush hush situation there. I mean, we do not comment on the search process, I guess. Um, but yeah, so, so yeah, I mean, the, so yeah, Steve McClain is kind of really behind the eight ball. He's going to, I mean, he, he, there should be a sense of urgency with him because a, he hasn't really gotten it done aside from that C, uh, aside from that third tier tournament run he had. And he's got a new, he's got, he's got a new boss to impress. Who's probably not going to immediately not be impressed with him off the bat because historically the new guy's going to want his own guy in there. Or a new gal, yeah. if what or I hear gal, is correct. This is true. This is true. Yes, I. Yes, that that's not, that was that was very uh, that was very bad of me to do that. So I shouldn't do that. But anyway, can I? Can I? Can no, I, I just say that box. I know. I know some females that did interview for that sure. role. So there you go. Plus, McLean loses his whole backcourt after this year, exactly. so he's got he's got nothing coming back. It's yeah. a good. It's a good time to make a change. Yeah. So. So that will probably be a change we see. So IUPUI and UIC are probably immediately making, or it's it's pretty, 
it's pretty much a foregone Steve, conclusion. Steve McClain is coaching for his job. He is coaching for his job. So, like I said, there's got to be a sense of urgency for him there. And if there isn't, nope, he's just shit out of luck. <laughs> um, the one other co- – yeah, and then um, Jim, I actually wanted to ask you this question, and this is regards to Green Bay. Um, you know, obviously the, the, the loss of Sandy Cohen to graduation hurts. How, does, how, do, how do they make up for it? How they make up for that loss? I mean, it, they do they do they continue to compete? Do they have it? Do they have an outside shot of you know getting to the top tier, staying in the top tier of the uh, the Horizon League? Yeah, I, I think they're top three in this league for certain. Uh, you see Jaquan McLeod coming back, a very great offensive player, shooting forty percent from downtown. Yeah, fucking rub uh, it in. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Uh, we've got Tank Hemphill, a guy with you know two-foot range and only goes to his left hand, yet unstoppable doing that. Uh, the thing that Green Bay is going to need is last year at this time, if I would have said, hey, Cam Hankerson's going to be a 15-point-per-game guy, everybody would have been, yeah, of course. And then he kind of got lost a little bit in the shuffle. And what he's going to need is just straight-up usage. Like He's probably not a better player this year than he was last year, but he can fill that role to a lesser extent with Sandy Cohen and suddenly – a 10-point game guy or 8-point game guy might go to 12 or 13 or 14. Like, they're going to play their system. They've lost Khalil Small. They've lost Carrington Love. They've lost Jordan Faust. And they've still always been that, yeah. you know, very competitive. They're going to they're gonna get out and run, force the tempo, and they've got a plethora of wing players that can score. So I feel like they're still in the mix. Mm-hmm. For them, rebounding. And gritty. And gritty. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But rebounding. Good gracious, they couldn't rebound. And uh, I actually talked to Manny Patterson at a golf outing in the summer, and he flat out told me, he says, his whole focus was double-doubles. And I was so relieved because last year I talked to him, and he said his focus was shooting threes. So okay. uh, <laughs> I, I feel like there's a possibility for them to really be at the top of this league and compete. Uh, Did you ask him double-double what? <laughs> it, may, it may be double-double uh, shooting and uh, – and three points on top of it. Yeah, 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 turnovers. But no, they're great. Green, Green Bay is easily top four, possibly top three. But uh, I think it comes more from their guard play and their yeah. grit. They uh, they always bring it. Yeah. Um, I, I, gotta... I, have more, I have more confidence in Green Bay than I do for any of the other teams that are in that, like, the middle yeah. chunk of the conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there was like, because um, last year there was like really between three through eight, there was just kind of a log jam in that in that three through eight. Like near the end of the season, you didn't even know who was going to be finishing third or finishing eighth. So that was, I mean, there was no short shortage of you know. It certainly wasn't boring, at least from our or from our standpoint. But it's, uh, I don't, I, I want to say that that's that log jam is going to stay jammed this year. Um, but who knows? <laughs> um, I mean, two through eight looks like a log jam to me. To me, on paper, it's Wright State one, IUPUI, and CSU nine and ten, and everything yep. else is. Eh, we'll jam. find out. In- I thought hey, they'd get Detroit never count out the lucky for nine and ten. That's right. Ever. I think Detroit's going to have- be the uh, the surprise the the surprise team. I know that sounds odd to stay with uh, yeah. with their single single amazing player, but. I, I think they're going to be real surprising uh, this year. That's that's my that's my call. Like I thought, UIC was going to be the team that's going to surprise everybody. Yeah. But I think and Detroit's going to surprise a lot of people. Yeah, and I think in this and, and Rick, on the second half, I want to ask uh, second half of the uh, second part of this episode. I actually want to ask you about uh, the situation at Detroit Mercy. 
um, because I know they during this during this uh, this episode run, I'm sure there will be a decision made on that eventually. Um, but this, but for right now, I want to cut. I I, I want to cut the. Uh, I want to cut off the first part of this. Um, so you guys are gonna have to wait till next week to uh, actually listen to the rest of this. So, um, gentlemen, uh, for the first part, I thank you guys for participating. Um, just hold tight. We're gonna get. Uh, we're gonna get everybody geared up for the second part of this. Um, as always, you can find episodes of the Horizon Roundtable at Sports. Um, oh my God! Did I, I actually just went to the old old site again? Jeez, Horizon I, Horizon. RT. That's our that's our Twitter handle, Horizon RT. You can go to Horizon Roundtable for all our episodes, yeah. all our content. Um, you can find us wherever you find podcasts, and um, you know, be, stay tuned. You know. Next week we've got the uh, we got the second part of this, but as always, thanks for listening.